I love that God blesses our lives. And I think one of the best ways to worship and honor God is really to enjoy the life that God has given you. And we want to talk about life this morning. And really, there's two kinds of life that we, that we look at. And when we talk about in, enjoying the life that he gives us, normally, I, I, mostly I, I am talking about um, the word bios, which is, which is your, 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 your outer life. It's um, enjoying the things that you're able to, uh, to furnish your life with, the things that you're able to, to enjoy in life. The Bible says that God gives us all things freely to enjoy. Um, but in, doing, in, in looking at that, I want us to be aware this morning of something. I, wanna, I, 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 I pray that God help us this morning to, to be aware, to be mindful of that one thing that is the real source of life to us. And now we're, we, all, we all know this, but we're going to talk about it and we're going to focus on it. And we're going we're to say a lot of things about it. And, and, and maybe when we go out of here, we'll go out of here more mindful uh, uh, throughout all the time of this life that God has given us and really look at what it is. What is this life that, 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 that God has given us? Uh, I've titled this today, I Exist, um, because I want us to look at our existence. And when I'm talking about existence, I'm talking about this, this eternal one that we are, this living being that we are, uh, not, just, not just existing in the sense that you're just sitting around in a chair, you never get up, you do nothing except just eat and breathe and drink water, and you do nothing else, just existing. I'm talking about your existence as, as, a, as, a, as a living being, as a child of God, as a, as, as a, as, as a person that's created and, and indwelt by God. Your existence, not just the trappings of life, but the existence that you, that you, uh, that, that, that you have, that you are. The word, when I say I exist, the first thing I think of is God saying that himself in, in um, Exodus chapter 3, and he says it to Moses. When Moses said, if they ask me who sent you, what will I tell them? And God said, tell them I am. I am that I am has sent you. I am, or, or he's talking about I, that it literally means I exist. I have actual being. I live. I continue. I am. I am. I am. Now, when we look at that, when we look at God, what we see is, as he says here, an actual being. He actually exists, always has, and he always will. He, he exists as who he is. And who he is is God and everything that we know about him as creator and father and savior and, 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 and everything. He has all those attributes and he is the living being, a living uh, being that created all things. He lives, he exists. He has different attributes, but he is an existent one. And that's what he's saying. I am. And then, in fact, over in chapter six, he says, he says, they have known me as the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, but by my name, or excuse me, he says, uh, they've known me as the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and as God Almighty, but by my name, this is where the first time we hear that, uh, that Jehovah or Yahweh or Yehovah uh, uh, announced, and that's that, that word literally means the same thing, I am or I exist. So we want to look at this existence of who we are. We want to look at this, this thing and we want to be aware that we are an existing, living, living being, spiritual, first of all. 
When we talk about God living in us, don't let it mess your mind up that you, that you have a limited body here. It doesn't stop the size of God, does it? God lives in you. God is omnipresent. God is everywhere. So we can certainly live, live in you. In John chapter 4, Jesus was talking to the uh, Samaritan woman at the well. And in verse 14, he said, Whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up unto everlasting life. <clears throat> now, there are two words that are used for life um, in, the, in the New Testament, <clears throat> the Greek New Testament. One of them is zoe, which is used 134 times. And the other one is bios, where we get the word biology, biography, life. Um, biology, a study of life. Um, we get that word, we, we see that word bios. It's only used nine times. Zoe, 134, nine times. And, and the reason is because Jesus mostly was talking about it. The apostles later on in letters would talk about it. But he's talking about, I came to give you life. He was talking about not just a bios. Now, bios, what bios means, um, if you were to write your bio, <laughs> your biography, <clears throat> What would you include? Everything about the furnishings of your life. It would be about the duration of your life, probably when you were born. If you were writing a bio of somebody else that has, has been born and then they died, you would have that duration. Bios is, is the duration of your life. It would include your lifestyle, what you do, how you live, what you like to do, your livelihood. What do you do for a living? Are you a farmer, a carpenter, a bricklayer, a lawyer, or what? Uh, it would include your activities. In other words, bios would be, it's the furnishings of your life. It's the things that are uh, the appurtenances to your life. It's, the, uh, it's what you do, what you like to do, your, uh, your, your possessions. And all, that's all that is part of your, of your earthly, outward life. Um, you can enjoy so many of them. Part of the bio includes some not so pretty, so pretty things. Some things are hard things that are in your bios, your lifetime, your duration. That's bios. When we, most time, most time when, when humans talk about my life, when they say my life, they're talking about their bios. And all of my life I've done this. They're talking about their bios. They're not talking about Zoe, not talking about what Jesus talked about so much. They're talking about their, their life. Do you understand that? But Jesus said, I came to give you something. I came to give people that were already living a bios, already had a duration of life on the earth, already had a lifestyle, already had, 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 had livelihoods and all these things. I came to give these people that I've already given bios, he says, but I came that they would have life. Zoe, Z-O-E, Zoe. The differences of those two things is the word zoe uh, literally means, it means vitality, animate existence. Now, um, that might not sound real, real, real strong, but it's the source, the power that actually created you. It's the source that brought you into being. It's that, 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 the electricity that you plug into that gives you power to, to exist. From God, bios, on the other hand, um, is your duration, your lifestyle, your livelihood activity. You see those two different things there, 
And so we see your existence is that invisible part of you. It's not your job. It's not your not your uh, what what your house looks like. It's not how many kids you have, and so forth and so on. It's ha- it's that invisible thing that empowers you to exist. It's that it's that real you, if you will. In other words, <clears throat> you take away all take away your your job, take away your possessions, take away your family, friends, take all that stuff away, you still have an existence. Add to all those things that you possess in your bios, and you still have an existence. Your zoe can affect your bios, and we'll look at that, but your bios does not affect your, 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 your zoe. In other words, well, let me say this. The zoe is this life of the spirit that's in us. It has an effect. What we want to look at this morning is how it affects our, our soul, our inner man, our mind, if you will, our consciousness, our inner life, where joy is, where, where, where love flows, where peace can dwell. Um, this whole thing about the anointing and the glory filling the temple. Biblically, really, what is the temple of the Lord? You, we are. We're that temple. And so what we have is we have Jesus saying, saying there will be, if, you, if you, you receive the water I give, it will become a fountain of water inside you. The spirit in you, right? The life that he gives you through, 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 through Christ. It becomes a fountain of water and it springs up. It springs up unto eternal life. Zoe. Eternal meaning is the word aeon, I, I, which means, it's the word eon, or it means a long, long, long time, but this is eternal. It means a perpetual duration, past, present, and future. It's unending life. In other words, Zoe, because it's by the Spirit that doesn't change. It is the existence of God in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. It doesn't change. It remains the same all the time. But it springs up into your soul, into your who you who you are, who actually who man was when man chose a way of existence of living that moved away from the knowledge of God and left him on his own. And that's why God said, Adam, it's going to be hard for you now. Because for a man to live on his own, it's like, I, 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 wanted to, uh, I saw somebody do this, but it's like you take one of those power strips, you know, it's got all these, 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 power, these plugs in it, and, you know, you plug it into the wall is what you do. And then, it's, and then it has power, and you can plug other things into that, and they'll have power. But you can take that power strip and take that, take that in plug that normally goes in the wall, and you can just plug it into the power strip, and all you have is a loop there, a circle, and it's not going to have any power at all. And that's kind of how man uh, has lived when we chose the knowledge of good and evil. We chose ourselves. And what man did was he unplugged from God, so to speak, and plugged into himself. And he said, it's going to be hard like that. You don't have power. You don't have real power over this world. You don't have real power over this life. Your hearts will fail you for fear. Have you noticed, I say this a lot, that... Our bodies and minds, the human body and mind, has no real coping way, real effective coping way to deal with stress because we were never supposed to have it. 
plugging into God, you have eternal peace, a peace that goes beyond understanding. Well, when Jesus gave us life, this, he, he, he plugged us in, so to speak. We have that life source. Our existence comes because of that, the, uh, the, the life of God. And he says, it'll be like a fountain that's springing up. So it starts affecting your soul. That's why as you grow in the knowledge of God, you start finding more love. You start experiencing more joy. You start experiencing more peace because that fountain, that life, Zoe, that existence that's, that's, that's eternal, it, it's affecting how you think, how you see, how you feel, how you respond to things, how you act. It, 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 it changed. With me, it literally changed my personality. <laughs> A lot of people think that can't be done. Mine changed very, very much. In 3 John uh, verse 1, we see a very good will of, of God in this prayer of John here. He says, Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper or have success, be in good health, just as your soul prospers or even as your soul prospers. And so there's a lot of resources that we can <clears throat> tap into um, to help us to financially prosper. There are all kinds of programs and books and, and coaches and, and stuff out there that help us with that. There are all kinds of, of the same thing that will, in regards to our health, fitness, nutrition, and so on. These are all good things. The will of God is that you be healthy. <laughs> the will of God is that you be prosperous, successful. It says, but I pray that in all respects that you prosper and be in good health as your soul prospers. And what a lot of people miss, and, and really even in a lot of Christianity, in modern Christianity, is they overlook the soul prosperity so much because they're more bios-minded, more outward-minded. Um, most of our prayers, and not, wrong, not necessarily wrongly so, because God meets our need. God does miracles. God wants you to prosper. He wants you to be in health. That's one reason we, we can pray in faith that people be healed, because God wants it. <laughs> right? <laughs> we can pray that people be blessed in their life, because God wants it. We see that in this one verse right here. But a lot of times, we, the, the, see, those prayers are having to do with our outward bios, our outward life, and so people are struggling inwardly. They're not living with peace. They're not living with joy and so on. See, it's almost like you can be super blessed. Let's say you have a, you, you're so blessed that you have this big, beautiful yacht on the ocean. You can go there anytime you feel like it. And you can still live right here in Cunningham, Texas, but you've got a jet somewhere out here, and you can just, you can go there and have, have lunch on your yacht today if you feel like it, you know. Because you prosper that much. It's possible, it's very possible for you to be having lunch on your yacht and be having hell. You could be fighting with everybody on that yacht also if, if your soul's not prospering, right? If you're angry, if you're afraid, if you're stressed, if you're, I mean, you can still experience hell. The whole day can be ruined because of what's going on inside uh, of you as well as others, even though outwardly, uh, outwardly everything can be good. Um, it's not, it's not because, like some people used to think, that, that if you had a lot of things that you couldn't be happy. A lot of times, I think they told us that just to make us feel better about, our, about not having things. But, but it's not really related to that at all. It's all about soul prosperity. And soul prosperity, we know, comes from that anointing that abides within us. 
that 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 springs up like a like a fountain and it's what it's doing is it's feeding us the 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 the, the, the life of God and so as we acknowledge that good thing that's in us or be mindful or aware of our zoe our existence that whether we have the yacht on the ocean or whether we don't our existence remains who we are and existence is what determines our joy it's that existence of who we are and when we know that see what we're knowing is this you hear a lot of times people pray even praying for their soul they'll say god give me the love that I need to handle this person. Give me the peace for this situation. Give me... It's not exactly accurate if you know the truth that makes you free. Because the truth is who you are, child of God, who you are, Mr. and Miss Image of God person you, (laughs) new creation in Christ, as he is, so are we now in this world person you. If we really know the truth that makes us free, we're not asking God to give us love or peace or joy. We're acknowledging our, our existence as a child of God. And we're, we're receiving from that fountain. We're acknowledging peace and joy. In other words, instead of saying, oh, I can't, I just don't have peace and I don't know what to do. God, please give me peace. A lot of times people can't connect with with God on that because they're still waiting to see something when you rather than when you can acknowledge that oh there is a peace that I can that I have that I can always move into I can always tap into there's a love that's in me that right now when I'm having this conflict in this situation right here rather than saying God help me to love this person you can acknowledge that divinity of God that's that, that that's in you child of God you can acknowledge the spirit that's in you that has, it's full of love, joy, and peace. And you can just, doop, just be that. See, it becomes harder when we think it's something that we're still waiting to receive. When the Bible says that we have received the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. When you got the Holy Ghost, you got that whole kingdom. See, we're acknowledging our existence. This is who we really are. When all the when 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 the yacht and all your fame and all your earthly glory is is, is gone and your and your body lays down <laughs> one way or the other, you're still going to exist. And who your existence is, this is what a lot of people don't understand, is that who you really are doesn't change if you lay your body down and move into the and and and, and move into eternity that spirit life with God. Your existence doesn't change. You're, you're going to find out who you are now. Now that you've left your body, you're going to find out who you are now is who you always were there too. But that's why Jesus talked about, about in Mark 4, he said about the, uh, when he says people, um, it, the ground springs up thorns. He says they get, they get tied up in the affairs of this life. You know what that is? He's not saying Zoe, he's saying bios. See, we make it too much about this. Not, we're supposed to enjoy our bios. God wants us to. He wants our bios to be prosperous, successful. He wants in our bios us to be healthy. He's good. <laughs> but if we make everything about that, we're going to live that, the ups and downs, and the soul doesn't necessarily prosper um, uh, with all those things going on. 
the soul prosperity is the fountain flowing. In John chapter 7, Jesus said, Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures have said, the scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. What's that? That's the supply of life that we have, that you will always have. You'll, all, you'll always have that. And, and when you're aware of it, and this is what we find out, don't we, as we grow. When we're aware of it, we find that it's, it's so much easier to just access it. Rivers of living water are flowing all the time. When you know that truth, you will never feel alone again. You will never feel hopeless because you know where the living water is. It's part of you. It's in you. Rivers of living water will flow. In Ezekiel, he's talked about, I love, we'll get into this more next week. Revelation talks about it. Ezekiel talks about it. But wherever the river springs up, wherever it flows, it brings life. And what's happening in our souls, this is good news, is that maybe we have come a million miles with God. I feel like I have, and I am thankful. I'm so different because of that river. Because of that fountain of life. It's changed my perspective of who I am. It's caused me to be very comfortable in where I stand. But also aware that I have millions of miles yet to grow in this. So it's going to be better and that's exciting. And you and I, this, 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 this fountain which is the power of our existence, a part of our existence, the spirit man that we are, is going to continue to affect our soul. And we're going to experience more joy, more peace, more of all the fruit of the spirit. And no matter what's going on in our bios, no matter what is going on in our bios, you're like Paul that says, I have learned how in all states, all conditions, to be content. I, I've learned how to have a lot. I've learned how to have little. And in all things, I can be happy in that. Soul prosperity simply comes, accelerates with the acknowledgement of every good thing that's in you. Remembering who you are. Remember that when this if this were all to not be in your life anymore, the soul remains the same. If, you cha if it changes, if you're no longer living primarily in Cunningham anymore, if now your life has changed and now you're all the way over there in Sherman all the time, away from all of us wonderful people, your soul doesn't change. You're still Briley, <laughs> the real Briley who's always going to be a thousand years from now. Because you exist. When you're in the storms of this bios, it's so great to remember, hey, this is hard. This is a challenge here. But I'm bigger than this. I exist. And because I exist, because I am, I'm thousands of times bigger on the inside than it all looks around my outside. For greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Let's all stand up. I exist. I am. I have actual being today.
I am alive. You are alive. When you're in the times when, the, when this bios tries to get your attention and it says, says boo. <laughs> and so those are times when you can settle into that peace. I know I'm using unbiblical terminology here, but sort of in the vortex of God's peace or in that place where there's perfect peace. And you say, I am alive. And all those things when they're going on, I can remember that. I'm alive. And I'm always going to be who I am today. Father, we thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of everlasting, eternal life. We thank you for truth that makes us free as we live in mindfulness and awareness of who you are in our lives, causing us to know who we are. That you've made us the head and not the tail. You've raised us head and shoulders above all the affairs of this life. You've raised us to sit above this world in heavenly places with you. And that's a reality. That's a truth. We believe. We believe in you. And we believe in you in us. And we thank you and praise you for so great a salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Come and get your love.